You're listening to the Ausleisure Podcast Network. For more details, go to www.ausleisure.com.au forward slash podcasts. Hello and welcome to episode 5 of the ausleisure.com.au Beginner's Guide to Microsoft Windows Vista. In this episode we're going to be looking more on the security stuff that we started in the last episode and we're going to be talking about firewalls, spyware, viruses and keeping your Windows Vista installation up to date. So we're going to get straight into it by talking about what some of the bad things that can happen to your machine are and what we can do to try and prevent them from occurring. You may have heard a couple of phrases in the media, uh, viruses, you've got spyware or malware, and they're the three kind of well-known phrases at the moment for bad things that can happen to a Windows Vista machine. I just want to take a second to explain what each one of those things are. We'll start with viruses because this is the word that uh, most people will understand. Um, what is a virus? Well, put simply, it's a program that runs on your machine, normally that you didn't put there yourself, which is designed to cause you problems. Now, those problems can be uh, pretty much anything, really. They can be programs that delete files from your machine. So if you've got a bunch of Word documents or music files or whatever it is you've got on your machine, this virus may well look for those and delete them. It could equally delete everything that's on the machine entirely, leaving you without a, a working machine. Um, it can also be used to spread itself to other uh, machines around the world. So viruses generally do a lot of disruption. Now spyware on the other hand um, is a, a relatively new term to most people. It's often called malware as well, basically malicious software is what that is for, what, is, what it stands for. And the idea of spyware is not to trash your machine in any way, in fact quite a reverse. Spyware only really works if your machine is up and running. So what does it do? Well the answer again is everything. There's, there's nothing that spyware really won't do, although generally speaking it will not destroy stuff on your machine. Its main task is either to capture information about you or to use your machine to send spam email. Now that sounds like a very weird thing for spyware to do but if we think of it this way let's assume that your piece of spyware that you've managed to get infested with which is the term is something that tracks what you type on the keyboard. So now let's say that's running and you go off to your your banking website and you enter your username and your password and your account number and whatever it is else that you need to enter and all of that all of those keystrokes are being logged by this spyware what that spyware application will now do is send a log file to whoever it is that owns it and now all they do is they just retrace the steps and hey presto they're into your bank account so that's a bad thing uh, to have happen alternatively uh, spyware is used for sending out spam mail. Now we've all heard about spam mail and it is something that we'll be covering in a later episode. But spam mail is basically 
emails that you don't want to receive and quite often they'll say you know click here for your Viagra or get free software from here all of these bad things and now the idea of spam mail is to actually get you to either download a virus or to give out personal information that you wouldn't otherwise give out so we can see fairly easily that viruses and spyware are things that we do not want on our machine because they can really cause us some considerable headaches not just in the machine but in our everyday lives so we need to work out a way to to keep these things at bay and we'll start with the spyware stuff now this is a very difficult thing to control both viruses and spyware are incredibly difficult to control and they rely protecting yourself against them relies on keeping your information about which spyware and which viruses are out in the world up to date and that's done through the use of two programs the first one is an anti-spyware program and that obviously deals with the spyware and the second one is an antivirus program and that obviously deals with any viruses that you may get now in Windows Vista it does come complete with an anti-spyware product and it's called Windows Defender so how do we find that on the machine so let's just click on our start menu here and we'll start typing into the search field Defender and there we find Windows Defender with its picture of its little castle here and we'll click on here and we'll see what it does so what Windows Defender is is a, a scanning system at certain points it will scan through all of the files and folders that are on your machine and it will check each one of them to make sure that it is not spyware if it is spyware it will tell you about it and it will have a go at removing it if you asked it to do so now scanning software can be really intensive on your machine it can really make your your machine grind and run hot and noisy um, but what they normally do is they run at a scheduled time overnight by default installation Windows Defender runs at I think 2 o'clock in the morning but what it also does is it's always running in the background on your machine you can't always see it but if something pops up into your machine through whatever means let's say you get an email or something and you try to open an attachment and it contains spyware then Windows Defender will pop up and tell you hang on a second this looks like it may well be spyware so you want to be careful so what we want to do is make sure that Windows Defender is actually running on your machine and is scheduled to make those checks every time it needs to so we've got Windows Defender on the screen here as you can see and my one quite helpfully says no unwanted or harmful software detected and we've got a nice big green tick there if we go into the tools option here on the toolbar by clicking here and we see we've got options here as our first setting so we select options and now we can configure how Windows Defender works the first thing it says here in the first section automatically scan my computer yes that's recommended and we've got that ticked you want to make sure that's ticked if it's not then Windows Defender will not do its scanning and that means that you're less protected than you would otherwise be and here we have the settings 
that Windows Defender uses when scanning. How often? In this case daily. We can change that by clicking on the downwards arrow here and changing it to a specific day of the week, but we want it to run every day. And here in the second box, we've got a time of day in which Windows Defender will run. As I say, its default is to 2am and which type of scan it would like to run, quick scan or full scan. So a quick scan is exactly what it says, it's a very brief look around the machine, uh, it's very intensive but it doesn't actually probe very very deeply into every single file which would take hours. So it does this quick scan which is generally more than good enough to pick out spyware that lurks on your machine. Now one thing to note here is that your machine must be on at the time that the scan is due to start otherwise obviously it cannot start so if you're someone that turns your machine off overnight then you may want to run uh, Windows Defender uh, scans at a time during the day when your machine is more likely to be on. Now if it finds something during that scan when you next go back to the machine you'll find that there's a list of items it says these are the items I found which I think are spyware and uh, it will give you a list and it will give you a set of actions which you can do to deal with those spywares. The next section we want to look at in Windows Defender is slightly further down notice we've scrolled the scroll bar down from the top here and we're going down just about halfway down the screen here and we've got this section called real-time protection options now it's my advice to you to firstly make sure this is checked so that every time a file comes to your machine either through an email or downloading from the web or something like this and you try to use that file Windows Defender will check it to make sure that it's not known spyware and if it is it will warn you at the time uh, apart from that I would leave all of these boxes checked in the first section leave it exactly as it came just make sure that those two main check boxes are on apart from that leave everything else as it was and that's all we're going to talk about with Windows Defender the takeaway here that is it should be running all the time your machine should be on when it comes to the time that it does its scan everything else is um, as default so we'll get rid of Windows Defender off the screen here and we'll close the application using the X at the top. The second thing to talk about is antivirus software. Now Windows Vista itself does not come with antivirus software you'll need to get that separately and there are a number of antivirus software packages available on the market today ranging in price from completely free which can be downloaded from the web to something that costs you know a couple of hundred dollars in order to install and use Microsoft themselves do provide a combined anti-spyware and antivirus solution called OneCare which we can see on the screen here and you can get to that by microsoft.com slash OneCare that's the word one O-N-E no spaces uh, but there are many other suppliers of uh, antivirus software as I say some of the bigger ones are, are Norton for example that's one that's uh, very popular Computer Associates do one AVG which is a free one from the web Nod32 and Kapersky to name a few but there, as I say there are hundreds and hundreds and hundreds out there you need to have a look around and see which one does the best job of scanning and the best way to do that is have a look for 
comparisons on the web just type into your favorite search engine antivirus software comparisons and you'll get a list telling you which ones are good which ones are less good so I'll leave you to make your decision there once you have your antivirus installed the best things to make sure of course is that a it is running all the time you want to make sure that uh, its real-time protection is enabled in the same way that it would be with Windows Defender so that if it spots that you've got a, uh, a file that's arrived on your machine that you're about to use it says this is infected with a virus it will stop you doing it also antivirus software does uh, do scanning in the same way that Windows Defender does and that runs at some point during the middle of the night and again you want to make sure that your, either your machine is on at that time or you need to change the uh, time at which that scan runs now antivirus scanning like anti-spyware scanning is very intensive in the on the machine so your hard drive will crunch and it will slow your machine down a bit while it's doing it so best to pick that at a time where you're not actually using the machine but it is on as for how the antivirus software works that rather depends on the software you're using and you should consult the user manual with it now the next thing we need to look at now that we've got our antivirus and anti-spyware sorted out is that the what's called the definition files for those applications are kept up to date now Windows Defender for example on the anti-spyware front will update its um, definition file every single day and you need that to happen for both your anti-spyware and your antivirus software that's a very key component of both of these softwares is that they update their definition files every single day and the definition file contains as it says definitions but that describes what a piece of spyware looks like or what a virus looks like and the more up-to-date it is the less chance you have of it slipping through the net so we're going to move on from antivirus and anti-spyware just now because uh, it's quite a dull topic but it is very very important and I do suggest that you you read up on it as best you can what we're going to look at now is keeping Windows Vista itself up to date now Windows Vista does update itself as required and Microsoft do release what are called patches and hotfixes to the operating system basically if somebody out there and there are hundreds and hundreds of people around the world that bang on the system and try and find holes in it and they report that back to Microsoft and say here we are here's a potential problem go away and fix it Microsoft will go away and fix it and they will release either a patch or a hotfix now that is sent down to you onto your computer via a system called Windows Update and we can look at Windows Update here by going into the start button it's normally in the first line of uh, programs here but if it isn't we can search for it by typing Windows update into the uh, search box at the bottom here and we get our results so let's open Windows update from our menu and have a look and see what it says so here we are looking at the Windows update screen and it is telling me here that I've got 38 of optional updates available to me and I've got three ultimate extras available to me now let's just deal with the ultimate extras first of all because not all of you will see this ultimate extras are only for those of you running Windows Vista Ultimate Edition if you're not running that edition this section will not be shown the most important section here at the top is the number of 
updates available. Now updates come in a few levels. They're either critical, important, recommended or optional. Critical and important you obviously need to deal with, certainly crit critical ones because they fix proper flaws in the operating system as they're found. Important ones also need to be dealt with. Recommended and optional you can use your judgment on. Now we've got here that we've got 38 optional updates and if I click over the side here view available updates it will give me a list as to what they actually are and then I can decide whether or not I want to install them. So let's have a look down here. I've got an update for Windows Vista. Well that sounds to me like something I should install so I would tick that box. I'm not really interested in getting the Hold'em Poker Game or Windows Dream Scene which is a uh, both of those are ultimate extras so for Windows Vista ultimate users only and the other 34 are all different language packs so if you want Windows to show in Czech or Dutch or Estonian whatever you can check the ones that you want and uh, install them but I don't want my system to be shown in those languages so I would only want the update for Windows Vista and once I've selected the ones I want I would click install. I'm not going to do it now because it takes a little while and uh, you don't really want to watch it happening. Now apart from being able to go into Windows Update and check for yourself when these updates come available which is uh, quite labor intensive on your part Windows will actually keep itself up to date as best it can. Now what it will do once you installed Windows Vista as part of the installation routine it would have said how often do you want me to check for updates and we need to make sure that it's got the right setting what we want Windows Vista to do is to go away every day or something have a look and say are there any new updates for me if there are download them to my machine and install them and we do that from the Windows update screen here by clicking on the left called change settings so if we click that just now we have here now our Windows Update settings panel and we can see at the top we've got a blob in the item that says install updates automatically and install updates every day at 3am so what will happen every day 3am that's approximate it's not exactly 3am it's around about that time your machine will communicate over the internet with Microsoft say hello is there anything that I'm missing if there is it will download it and install it and that's, a, that's the best way to keep your machine up to date. The result of this is that some patches and hotfixes do require that your machine be rebooted once they're installed. So you may find that you come to the machine one morning and it has uh, restarted itself. If you don't want that to happen you can choose one of the other options and the only other one I would suggest that you choose is download updates but let me choose whether to install them so it always gets the files and in that case what will happen down here in your system tray there will be a little icon that looks like the Windows update icon and it will say you've got new files that have been downloaded would you like to install them at which time you can go away and check which ones you want to install or not and then click the install button so that's it with uh, Windows update you just want to make sure that everything's set to automatic because that's by far the best way to keep your machine up to date. Now lastly there is uh, one thing that we need to talk about and that is firewalls. 
Now you would have heard the term firewalls and we're actually going to be discussing it in more detail in a later episode when we talk about connecting to the internet. So just be aware at this time that Windows Vista does come with a firewall built in uh, and you don't really need to change it at all to make it run. It is on by default so you are afforded some protection there but we will be talking about firewalls in more details in a couple of episodes time but this episode's run on long enough so that's it for this time next time round we're going to be finishing off our first section on security by looking at user accounts and parental controls so I hope you've enjoyed this episode and I look forward to seeing you next time see you later thank you for downloading this podcast episode we hope that it has been useful to you Should you wish to be notified of new episodes as they are released, we would recommend that you subscribe to this podcast feed through your favourite podcast software. Details on how this can be done can be found in our Introduction to Podcasts video located at www.osleisure.com.au forward slash podcasts. If you have any questions or comments about this episode or would like to suggest comments for an upcoming show, please email us at beginnersguide at osleisure.com.au. Osleisure.com.au is not associated in any way with Microsoft Corporation and unless specified to the contrary, Microsoft Corporation does not affiliate itself with, endorse or sponsor this product. Microsoft product screenshots are reprinted with the permission of Microsoft